Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Health Hustle. This is episode 25. I'm your host, Corey Hibben, and on this episode, we dive a layer deeper into my previous episode with my guy, Yuri, of Healthpreneurs. I'll be honest, it was hard to only pull away three ideas from that previous episode since he dropped knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb. So if you get a chance, I would highly recommend going back and listening to it. Yuri is a wealth of knowledge about how to build and scale a business that you can eventually step away from. In this episode, though, we get into why you should pay for better friends and the four ways to do so, how to dial in your messaging in the four parts to an effective marketing message, and lastly, what it means to write your ticket to freedom in five ways to get that rolling. If you haven't already, do us a huge favor and please subscribe and write us a review. This show is about helping health and fitness professionals to build a business that fits your lifestyle by giving us a review. It helps other people find the show and join us on the journey. Also, if you're looking for tips about designing a website and marketing your health business, sign up for my three tip Tuesdays newsletter at coreyha.com. Without further ado, mm, let's go. Idea number one, pay for better friends. And so Yuri gets into his story about how when he first started his business, he was a total hermit. He locked himself away, just focused on grinding and trying to really build the business by himself. And it wasn't until he decided to hire a business coach and start going to seminars and start networking that he saw the growth and the capacity of his business to actually scale. And the reason I love this story is because I can 100% see how that exact same principle of who you're around and how that affects your life has played out into my own personal life. In that when I was in high school, I actually barely graduated high school, believe it or not. I graduated with, I believe, a 1.8 GPA. Um, and if I think if you look it up, it's like a D plus or a C minus. I, I literally scraped by in getting in high school. And I know that a large part of that was the people that I was hanging out with and the people that I was surrounded by. Not that they're bad people. They just had different goals and ambitions in life. And then I went on to university and I got around a lot better people. And I was still chasing girls and partying and do all the things that you were doing in college. But just being around people that were a little bit more studious had a big impact on the effects of my grades because they would ask questions like, hey, do you want to go to the library and study? And little prods like that make a big difference versus other people in your life who are maybe like, hey, do you want to go to the bar? Do you want to party? Do you want to do these other things that maybe aren't driving you in the direction that you want to go? And you can only fight some of that stuff off so much before realistically, you're just going to cave into the things that they want to do. And so keep that in mind. And so I actually graduated university with a 3.0. And then fast forward a little bit more, I went on to grad school. And obviously, when you go to graduate school, school, the focus is the education and it's really going there for a very specific purpose to learn a trade that you can ultimately take and use in the real world. And so I graduated with my degree in occupational therapy with a 4.0 and I, and I 100% contribute that to the people that were in my life and how that has an effect on your own life. And so I wanted to give you four ways that you can get better friends or pay for better friends for that matter. And number one, I would say is having a mastermind group. And this is essentially just a group of people that have like-minded goals and ambitions in life. They're people that you rather meet with weekly or bi-weekly to get together, discuss where you're at in your business and how you can ultimately help each other grow and leverage that business. Just being around those people will get you thinking a little bit differently and new strategies and new techniques and how to get you moving in a forward direction. The second way is you can hire a mentorship or as what Yuri did, he hired a business coach, somebody that you actually give money to, to meet with weekly or bi-weekly or monthly to say, hey, uh, keep me accountable, keep me moving in the right direction, and also give me ideas on other things that I can be doing to help grow my business faster. Because the fastest way to get to where you want to go is talk to somebody that's walked that path. And hopefully, assuming they're a good mentor, will prevent you from falling into some of the pitfalls and mistakes that they made along the way and get you going on that journey a lot faster than you would otherwise. A third one would be seminars or events. I'm actually planning on going to South by Southwest this year, which is a massive event in Austin, Texas, which has other people that are in the creative industry. Just being in an environment like that will obviously 
obviously give you new ideas, new connections, new relationships, and new opportunities. It's something that, I'll be honest, is kind of expensive, relatively speaking. But as Yuri said, never hold back from spending money on relationships. And I also have another mentor in my life who once told me, sometimes you have to pay to play. If you want to be around high quality people, sometimes you got to pay. And it's 100% worth it, to Yuri's point, of he saw his business explode when he was willing to invest in those relationships and actually put money towards those things. And the fourth one that you could do is books or podcasts, which is obviously the reason that you're listening to this one as well. I think those are all an amazing way to get mentorship and get around quote unquote better people in your life. Um, I don't think they'll have as much carryover as actually getting around and having that emotional relational connection with people, but they are a great way to start pinging new ideas and getting new insights and finding new ways to grow and scale your business. And so the point to this idea, number one, is get around better people. It matters way more than you think. Idea number two, dial in your messaging. Know who you're talking to. I know I talk a lot about on the show is knowing your avatar, but I want to get a little bit more into the specifics of what that actually means to dial in your message. And so Yuri talks about people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care and how the number one word that if he had to distill down everything he knows about marketing, it's empathy. And rooted in that is another idea that he had is about sharing more of what you believe and less of what you know. I think it's far too common for people to create guides and messages and posts and videos about trying to put more knowledge out into the world as if people don't know the knowledge or they can't find the knowledge. I think there's no shortage of being able to find the information that you need to know to do the things that you want to do. But where the real change and the real difference happens is talking more about what you actually believe and what your core values are, because those are the things that are going to get people to actually connect with you, start a conversation with you and start getting that conversation going. I think there is a degree of knowledge that can be helpful for people just to show that you actually know what you're talking about. But really when it comes to dialing in your messaging is that you want your audience to say, oh, they get me. They understand me. They know the pains. They know the struggles of what I'm dealing with. And it's one of the major reasons that I now today serve other health and fitness professionals is because it is the person that I once was. And I believe that you're always best positioned to serve the person that you once were because you've walked that path and you've dealt with those pains and those challenges. And so now you're in a position to be able to help somebody else walk through that path. And so when you're thinking about your messaging and how you want to talk to somebody else, is you want to think about what pains do you want other people to avoid? And then you're in a position to talk about those things because you went through the challenge of those and now you can talk about those and put those in your messaging. And so I think that there's four parts to a marketing message. Number one, demonstrate that you care. And how do you show that you care? You show empathy. You talk about the things and the challenges that you went through and you also talk about their challenges, the person that you're talking to's challenges and what they're going through. Number two, address their pain points. Is it knee pain? Is it bloating? Is it being overweight? Get very specific about what problem you're really helping them solve and address that pain point specifically. Number three, present your business as the solution. This keeps you top of mind. So now we can talk about, I have empathy, I have care because I've been through this. Number two is I'm addressing this pain. And number three is, how can I present myself to be the solution to that problem? And then number four is to build trust. And you build trust by giving excellent care, having testimonials, being authentic, being true, showing your true self, showing the behind the scenes of what you're doing and what you're up to. But those are really the four key parts of having a good marketing message and creating a connection with the person that you're trying to add value to. Demonstrate you care, address their pain points, present the business as a solution, and build trust with your audience. Third idea Yuri hit, which is a massive one, and I'm literally just figuring it out in my own business, is figuring out how to write your ticket to freedom. 
and he talks about how his number one regret when starting a business is that he didn't write down his processes earlier. Even if you're in the very beginning stages of your, biz- of your business, you have some process of how you're doing things, how you're onboarding, how you're treating, how you're offboarding, how you're figuring out your social media content, your marketing plan. There's some process to the way you're doing things. It might not be super dialed in and distilled down, but you have some way that you're doing it. Start writing that down. Start figuring out the exact process because if you don't write it down, how are you ever going to scale your business and reach a point to where you can start handing this off to other people? If I was to come into your business today and I say, okay, you have 100 new patients. Can you deal with 100 new patients today? If the answer is no, we have a problem because that for one could very likely happen, but for two, it, it just shows that your entire business is built in your head and that's not a good place to build a business. So there's five steps to figuring out your SOPs. Number one, write out all the tasks you do. Number two, eliminate the non-essentials. Number three, automate. Number four, delegate. And number five, procrastinate. So let me dig into those a little bit. So number one, write out all the tasks that you do in a normal workday, whether that's during that day or during that week or during the month. Get it all on a piece of paper just so you know the things that you're doing day in and day out. Second thing you're gonna do is you're gonna eliminate the non-essentials. I guarantee you there's a lot of things on that list that really aren't moving the needle and they're not making a difference in your business. Get rid of them if you can. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot of things that you can't get rid of but for everything that you can get rid of, for sure get rid of it. The next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna automate. Figure out ways that you can get this to happen regularly. So if it's a post on social media, there's great platforms like Hootsuite so you can basically schedule this post to be out or schedule your newsletter so that they get released on a specific day. Or use Zapier. If you're not familiar with Zapier, I'll definitely look into it, but it's basically a way that you can set up auto emails or auto responders. You can basically do hundreds if not thousands of things with Zapier to start automating some of the tasks that you're doing. Um, Even if you just Googled ways to automate tasks within my business, I'm sure you'd find a lot of ideas on ways that you can start automating some of those things, which ultimately creates more time and freedom in your day. And really that's the goal of all these SOPs is to create more time and freedom in your day so you can focus more time and energy towards the things that are actually moving the needle on your business. Like if I had to guess, number one is probably sales and marketing. And then the next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna delegate. Are there things like, can I hire a VA or or can I hire a front desk person to start getting these things off of my plate and start giving them to somebody else? If you were to hire somebody today, would you be able to hand them a document that shows them exactly what they're supposed to be doing. If not, there's going to be a lot of ambiguity and there's going to be a lot of wasted time and energy and money on your part if it's not super clear on what you want them to do. And then the very last thing you're going to do is you're going to procrastinate it if you can. Is this a task that needs to be done right now or can I wait until a later date to do it? If you can wait till a later date to do it, put it somewhere on your calendar or schedule where you can do it at a later date. If it has to be done right now, then do it right now. So the five steps are write out all your tasks and then you're going to eliminate automate, delegate, and then procrastinate if you can. And now you have a very clear idea of what you should be working on right now in this present moment. And you also have a better idea of what you can be working on later in your week. And you can start getting some of that stuff off your plate and creating more time freedom. If it's not written down, then it is forever on your plate and you have a job not a business. The point of a business is to leverage time, money, and systems so that you can start to step away from it. And so take Yuri's advice of that his number one regret, and he even talks about how he doesn't have a lot of regrets in life, but his number one regret was that he didn't start writing down processes earlier. Take that advice, hit a home run with it. Love you guys. And there you have it, my friends. Before you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you're looking for more advice on how to market your health business or need help with your website, you can find all my information at coreyhigh.com. Thanks again, and keep hustling, my friends.